Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper. And you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. What they on? All steroids and no carbs? Them some thick ass kids. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy. Hey, look at that. What's up? That's mic issues. What's going on? I had to. Who's be, Mike? I had to be my own. Well, Mike Lynch, rest in peace. But uh, no, I had still alive. I saw him on Twitter the other night. Oh, he's alive. Yeah, he's alive, and he Are changed. We certain, or is this like when? Uh, well, I don't know. Remember when Herman Cain died, and yet he kept tweeting. <gasps> Herman Cain's dead. Wasn't it Herman Cain that died? Yes, and he kept tweeting. Yeah, Herman Cain died, and then he kept Aww. tweeting, and it was very. <laughs> It's very weird. Well, how did he do that if he's dead? Well, and that was my case. So, like, a big question. That was my question. So, like, you said Mike Lynch is alive. Well, he's alive. Uh, do you know? Because he was just well, tweeting. his Twitter account's alive. That doesn't mean anything because we just talked about it. Herman Cain can tweet from the dead. Maybe the Gare Bears behind it. It's possible. Oh, that's his dad. I'm just saying, my Mike. Or it's ha- Maxine, his mom. I would assume it's Maxine. My mic had issues, and then I had to uh, reassemble it. I had my own IT guy, and I wasn't certain if I had done it uh, correctly. So Mike's doing poll questions about the Blazers games. He's, he's polling things now. Yeah, I might have to mute him. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Have you see let Have you let him know? No, oh, okay. I, I haven't talked to Mike since he left. Oh, that's not that's not true. We talked about um, Drive to Survive. Okay. Now, but this wasn't a this wasn't a chat. I'm assuming a text. Yeah, text. Yeah. yeah. Is the NASCAR? I have not spoken a word to him, but I have exchanged uh, several messages with him. Yeah. But so Mike's, he's alive. Well, Somebody's again, controlling his phone. That was that was many many moon ago. As far as I know, I he may or may he also, not be. Also, you know what else? He here. I, I think actually buried the lead there. I think so. Uh, I saw him on Twitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the because I'm on the fan Twitter. Yes. Because I work at the fan. Mm-hmm. And so Mike Lynch pops up on there. And I'm like, oh, there's Lynch. And he changed his profile picture. And now it's just another, you know, sort of very generic radio pick of him in front of a microphone, you know? I think when you get that job, like you yeah, have to. You can't to, do anything crazy. No, like mine is is like a side profile of me smoking a giant pipe. I don't think you can. No. I think, like, if you get hired. You got to be taken seriously. Yeah, I Mike think when Lynch. you get hired by the Blazers, you have to, you know, you have to scrub that down a little bit. So then. He's on there, uh, so then I'm, I'm, I'm like, looking through his Twitter, you mm-hmm. know, because now I'm like, oh, well, what's Mike doing these days? I'm like, I know he's with the Blazers, but what, you know, what's going on on social media here? Let's get caught up on yeah. Mike Lynch. Yeah, let's go. And he is credited with bringing in to the Blazers pre-half and post-game shows a text line. What? And if I had drops, I would play them, but I don't. But so we that, don't. We'll just let that marinate. He, he, but he did change. I'm looking. At he his... brought the text line. They didn't have a text line. Well, look at that. And now they're all lauding Mike Lynch for bringing them into like the 1990s. Wonderful. They're like, wonderful oh my technology. god, what a hire, Mike Lynch. He brought in the text line. <laughs> they can people can now text their Blazer thoughts directly to the show. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, I'm gonna use it. Good for. Good I don't for, know what the number is. Good for Mike Lynch. I'm gonna text can you start in? texting in like just horrible things. To Mike. Well, why would you do that? Well, that's not very nice. Why kind, would you? Why would you do that? It's kind of funny. Why would you do that to a bro? <laughs> I'm going to be texting in hot takes. <laughs> your try hot, to get on the bro- program. Your hot takes of the game that you didn't watch? No, I didn't watch them. Were they on last night again? 
Uh, I have not watched them for a long time. Every once in a while, I check in with them, and it reminds me of why I don't watch them, and then I turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find an appropriate drop, but I don't know where all your drops are. I'm just looking at yeah, the board like no, an idiot. It's all right. That is kind of the, the 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 main problem. Is we Buck has the ability. Yeah, he's. I, I just don't know where anything is, and it's so poorly yeah. organized. Or so bad timing. Well, basically, we need it's Mike organized Lynch back. in a way that you know it, but I don't know it. So we, we need Mike Mike back. Yeah, it's not if he's alive. Have you not seen the yeah. official Mike Lynch photo now? Oh. I mean, he's moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of him. You're not getting that back. I hope he sounds good on there. I've never listened to the broadcast, but I'm sure he's doing a great job. For I him. have heard Mike Lynch from time to time, and it's weird. Like, if you're driving home and you flip over, or like on a weekend or whatever, it's a little startling to hear him because you're like, oh, yeah, Mike. Mike Lynch. Yeah, we're not, and I'm not used to him in that. Very professional. He does kind of the, this is the Blazers. Oh, is he a chin dropper? A little bit. Like, what? Well, I mean, he's, he's... He's never been a chin dropper. He's more... Prof- have, have, are they working with him over there to, he's, to drop his chin? He's more professional. It sounds... If you guys don't know what a chin dropper is... I was going to say, for those not in the industry, yeah. explain the chin dropper. Well, a chin dropper is a guy who broadcasts like... Th- he drops his yes. chin and does a fake... And why do they call it that, Isaac? Uh, because they're douchebags. <laughs> Uh, no, I've never understood why broadcasters do that. Because it sounds professional. No, it this doesn't. is not a professional broadcast. No, now, that's wrong. Now, if I'm wrong. talking like this, then no. you have to take what I'm saying very, very seriously because we're talking about sports. Coming up later, we will not interview <laughs> Troy Eggman on the broadcast. Yeah, Ron Burgundy was a chip That's, that's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. The reason why Ron Burgundy, that, yeah. that's that whole shtick, yeah. is that he's making fun of when you read the news, you have to read the news like this because this is how newsmen sound like. I'm a newsman. My name is Chet Chubetcha, bringing to you local breaking news. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. But when you get into like our, so I'm not going to say it's full chin dropper, but you can definitely tell that he is more. Is he working to broadcast more? Yeah, he's buttoned up. Like when you if you if you so if you worked with Mike over the years and then like you like you watched the or listened to him like do the hot corner in, in his uh his Sunday show, it's definitely a more refined uh it's a more refined approach. Hey, that's great. Well I think it's at uh, least one of us is. <laughs> how about Mike growing and evolving? Let's give him an yeah, attaboy. We're right. stuck in some sort of like adolescent whatever the hell. We don't even want to be here and we're still here. <laughs> it's like ah, what are you doing? I don't know. We just keep showing up. Just doing some radio. Yeah, doing some radio. Well, is today Thursday? Today is Thursday. Thank you yes. for confirming that. That means Jason Quick, our Blazers insider, will be on. You are correct. You got any hot questions for him? Because I don't. Well, we can talk about it. Like the. Well, we probably should. I mean, he's coming on. <laughs> what do you want to talk to him about? The Steelers? <laughs> You've got about 65 minutes to figure it out, pal. Okay, guy. Uh, I would like to ask him. When's the next time they'll be interesting? When would that be? Well, the next, next year, or should we should we keep doing this whole? Oh, next year though, just wait. Well, Quick wasn't as high on everyone else uh, on the Blazers as everyone else. I mean, they got off to that hot start, and he's talked about it that he thought it kind of maybe set up some unrealistic expectations. But if you look in the West, and this is what kind of Danny and Dusty were talking about, the West is is kind of funky. I mean, there is. I, I think the difference between four and eleven, it's it's like five games. Like Sacramento, I don't. I'm, I don't know if you're paying a bunch of attention, but Sacramento, Not. Sacramento's third in the West right now. All right, who do yeah. they have? Uh, who do they have? Well, they got Sabonis. Asia. Yeah, their their big move recently was getting Demata Sabonis from India. I like him. They got Sabas. They got Harrison uh, Barnes. They got Fox. They got Harrison Monk. Barnes is still playing. Yes, he is. Wow. So, like, they got hot, and they've won, I think they've won six or seven in a row, and all of a sudden you go from, you know, you go from being 10th, you go to being third. And so, look, no one's sitting here and saying that, that Portland's any sort of real contender, but you're 21 and 23, and Sacramento's 25 and 18. And again, this was like, you got Philadelphia tonight, and you're in, I think, what, five or six in a row at home Ooh, and, and, and winnable games. Sixers good? Yeah, Sixers are good. They are two-point favorites tonight. Harden plan? Yes. Yeah. So if you if you get on a heater and you you go on one of these homestands, you can reel off five or six in a row. Not that it changes like the whole outlook of your season, but 
you can go right now in the West. You can go from being 11th, which is where I think Portland is. I think they're 11th or 12th. Yeah, they're they're tied for that 10th place spot, losing on the tiebreaker right now. But you, yeah. you know, and you can yeah, you, you, you can give everybody a false sense of hope again. <laughs> there is an element of that, yes. But for, we you know, all know what's going to happen. But to Suk's point, from 11 up to five, it's separated by two games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of those those funky years. And you look at some of the teams that are bad right now, or bad, that are back there with you. Golden State is terrible on the road. What's their problem? It, they're just Jekyll and Hyde. Their road record is one of the worst in the NBA. How about the Suns being worse than the Blazers? Yeah, the Suns are terrible. What's their problem? Well, Booker's hurt. Booker's and hurt. Paul's De- been hurt. And DeAndre Ayton, everyone hates. And that thing is just a disaster. Huh. Lakers are worse than the Blazers. Boy, life comes at you fast in the NBA, doesn't it? Yeah, and the Clippers just continue to be the Clippers because they just can't. You can't trust them because no one's ever healthy. Well, uh, the Jace Quick interview will be at 4.15 today, uh, keeping with the theme of never having him on at the uh, time that he's supposed to be on. Yeah. He's got to interview Chance. And now, you know. At 5, so he will be on at 4.15 if you want hot Blazers talk. With Little back, with GP back, uh, eventually when, when Winslow comes back, you know, that'll be, you know, the, the bench has been the giant bugaboo. It's the worst bench in the NBA, but a lot of that has been injuries. And, you know, if you get some of those guys back, I mean, you, you, you're only playing a, basically an eight-man rotation, and, and three of those guys have been out for an extended period of time. So maybe if you want a little bit of a bright side as they get healthier and if that bench can improve, well, maybe there's some signs of life. Lillard continues to be on a heater. He had another, what, 44, I think, when yep. they lost to Denver. That was Another uh, 44 and a loss. Yes. That nice. wasn't that wasn't last night. That was, was that Monday or Tuesday? They played the Nuggets Whatever. Monday or Tuesday. Anyway, All right. Tuesday, well, anyway, yeah. that's at 4.15. We robbed the bank today at 5.30. There you go. You guys ready for that? I am ready we for We only it. have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, seven football games left. I know. If you don't count the Pro Bowl. Which I don't, because there's right. not a Pro Bowl. So, oh, that's right. There isn't one. It's Props a, on the skills competition? Yeah. Skills, and there's a flag Vegas. football game up until someone blows blows out their knee again, and then there will be no more flag football game. Seven games. I know. Hey, but then I think the makes X, me so sad. I think the XFL is, is going to give it a whirl this year. Are they? I think so. Is that is Riley Mike Riley coaching in that thing? Right he over there? probably is. If there is a league that you don't pay attention to and that is worthless, chances are, and this isn't a slight on him, but Mike Riley is probably <laughs> coaching in it. How old is he now? Uh, he's got a dear friend. I'll bet you he's probably 60. I'll go 63. Oh, not 70 yet? Nah, I don't think so. I'll go like 63 to 66. 69. Yeah, older, ah. older than I thought. Born July 6, 1953, the great Michael Joseph Riley. He should just retire. Well, just enjoy your but, wife. But here's the thing. Think about those gigs, right? You know what I mean? You, <laughs> I do know what you mean. You don't have to. There's no off season, right? XFL? Sh- yeah, you show up. So it's up. too easy of a paycheck to turn yeah, down. and you probably make, I'm guessing that as a head coach in the XFL, and I'll see if I can do some digging on this, I'll bet you you make three to 500 G's. Yeah. And there's no pressure. I mean, Zero pressure. Like, no one lucky to finish it, the season. The so, league yeah, finishes. You exactly. Know? So if someone's like, like Bob Stoops was doing that, that's probably in who was the, uh, like Jim Fossil did some of those crappy leagues and Denny green did some of those. If, and we can Easy all make money. Yeah. It's like when, when you get a, like a band that you like from your childhood and then you see that they're playing the County fair and you're like, Oh my God. Guys, well, just quit, and then you realize that that county fair just paid them 50 G's to show up and sing Taking Care of Business, and you're like, okay, well, I get why you're doing I it. I think it'll be like when Dirt and Sprague are very rich and famous at our age, yeah. or maybe a little older, and they have a, a very famous podcast, because Lord knows they won't be at Odyssey anymore. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll bail on this company. But uh, they'll have us on, you know, like Burt Sugar. You know, yeah. like we'll be 75. Yes. And they'll pay us an exorbitant amount of money to just come on like once a week. Yeah. So you're spit. manifesting a dream in which you're the star host for Dirt and Spring. No, no, I'm years? not the host. No, or, I mean, no. a guest. I mean, a guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then they pay us exorbitant amounts of money to do that. And it's like, well, I have to do that. Why would I not do that? Exactly. It's easy money. But I looked it I up. Think that's what you're saying here. Yes. There's not a. Uh, there's not a definitive. Or maybe Danny and Dusty. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Who would you bet on of those two shows? Let's get down and dirty here. Who's going to be more famous? Well, I love Dusty dearly, so I'm, I'm, I know you do. I'm going to have to lean towards Dusty. No slight to anyone else, but I just I love Dusty. Okay, me and the fan man. Uh, you know, look, you've had sex. Yeah, look, if if it's going <laughs> to happen, if we're if I'm going to turn, 
and play for the other team with a member of the fan staff, it's clearly the fan man. Well, he's pretty. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, he's nice guy too. Well, he's probably not going to like be very receptive of this, but he's a little guy. He doesn't have much of a choice. Right, you can dominate pretty him. much. Yeah. So you know that's happening. <laughs> um, so I'm leaning that way. I looked at the XFL here, and it, there's no like list, but they are saying that roughly about five hundred thousand dollars a year. Wow. That's pretty good dough. So yes, if someone they get that great money, money yeah, where, that's phenomenal to do. Where what, does that come from? Who pays that? Well, it's why the league collapses, probably. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't pay the players anything, right? I mean, the players don't make squat. So well, they don't have a T. Well, do they have a TV deal? Will they be on TV? I'm sure they do at some I point. I think they do. I think they're coming to the CW. I think they're going to do a back to back with Live Golf. <laughs> Are they really? No, I. Oh, they, I don't. Uh, but Live Golf is going to the CW. Live Golf yeah, is going. That to sounded the, right. <laughs> Gilmore Girls XFL Live Golf. There's your Saturday. I love how Greg Norman's trying to spin that into a great thing. Excuse me. Well, uh, okay. Interesting. All right. By the way, I was just looking at Mike Riley's. I'm just refreshing my Mike Riley memories. Yeah. Isn't it weird to think that he was the offensive coordinator at USC? <coughs> I know. Isn't that odd? It is very strange. And the head coach of the Chargers. Uh-huh. Like, imagine that now. Yeah, and he was, uh, at one point, I mean, he was a big deal, obviously, because he got hired into the NFL. And Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, XFL going to be on ESPN, ABC, Disney, uh, ESPN uh, Plus, all that. So it's getting propped up by ESPN. Yeah. So we'll we'll so see the gonna... highlights during SportsCenter, oh, yeah. and they'll interview the coaches. and yeah. yeah, so like whoever, so the ESPN people will force that down your throat, just like, what was the other crappy one, the... What was the crappy league that was last year? Um, was that the UFL? USFL? USFL was that? Colin. Yeah, that was the one who was affiliated oh with Fox Sports and God. Fox Sports 1. Yeah. And Colin, it was so bad. It'd have he, to have those mini segments. Colin Cowherd? Yeah, he would be forced to talk about it, and Colin clearly hadn't watched one second <laughs> of any of it, but he had to pretend that it was good, and it was just so painful. I'm like, my man, either... Either don't talk about it or, for the love of God, like watch five minutes of it and come up with a better narrative. And he would have to, him and Joy Taylor would have to sit there and try to pretend well, that they were excited about the Pittsburgh Maulers. I was going to say, I think he made Joy watch it because he'd be like, So, uh, Joy, what's going on with the uh, USFL? And she'd be like, In fairness Well, Colin, him, you actually missed a great game. And Yeah, I would do the same thing. Like, I wouldn't watch it either if I were him. <laughs> would you? You wouldn't. Come on. If they're paying me what they're paying him, yeah, I'll watch oh, some XFL. He doesn't care. He's like, What, what are you going to do? Fire me? <laughs> Fire him over the XFL. So. Yeah, just get ready. The XFL is going to be shoved down your throat. I see it because I follow like The Rock on social media, and he's always, you know, he's The like, Rock. He owns it. Yeah, yeah, he owns the XFL. Right. So he's always out there, like in some super tight XFL shirt, pretending to be a defensive lineman <laughs> or something. I don't know. Well, I like the NFL. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and that's where we're going to start today because that is once again the subject of our poll question. Yeah. Uh, it is three eighteen on the fan. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, the timing is excellent. I have just instantly posted the 1080 The Fan poll question today. It is up. Thank heavens. You could be the first to vote. Go. Run. By the way, uh, Mike Riley is still currently the head coach of the New Jersey Generals of the USFL. So the... Oh. Can so you double dip? No, I mean, he's No, because I think those run concurrently, don't they? Yeah. Wait, USFL is still on? USFL is still on. The USFL was on last year, and then the XFL had to go away, but the XFL is coming back, and they are going to compete. See, I feel like the USFL is better than the XFL. Am I wrong about that? I don't. It's, you're, you're asking, like, I'm taking a <laughs> bite of... Rank. I'm taking a bite of a S sandwich, and, no. and, and one has corn and one no. has peanuts. No. It's, it, it's, it's football. <laughs> Which Girl, one's better? It's football. It's all at S sandwich. It all uh, is. I one, feel like the one has a spicy aioli on it, but it's still an S sandwich. No, USFL. No, it's not better. There's better. No, it's not. Because XFL is more of a gimmick, right? I, don't they have like weird rules and glow know. football or something? Talk. We get we get Mike Riley on because I think he's coached in everything. He was. Oh my god, I would love to talk to him again. Yeah, we should. Uh, will you reach out to the USFL? The I will generals. That, yeah, because he was the coach after Oregon. Can remember he returned to Oregon State as like a consultant right after Nebraska, and then he was the head coach of the San Antonio Commanders of the Alliance of American Football. And then he was the offensive oh. coordinator of the Seattle Dragons of the XFL. But then the XFL collapsed after like four weeks. Okay. And then he resurfaced as the head coach. He he fell up. He went from XFL coordinator to head coach of the New Jersey Generals. Okay. And he's still there. Well, I would love to talk to him. Yes. We haven't talked to him in years. I love Mike And, Riley. you know, he will be so stunned <laughs> that we're still on. I said, what? Yeah, we're here. And this is where I would play the drop. Where have you guys been? <laughs> I would like Which to, we do have. Yes. I would like to talk to him about what it's like to go from Nebraska to, you know, yeah. this. Nebraska. In a very respectful way. What know? do you mean? Well, I don't. How want, would you ask that? Well, you got to be careful that you're not like, "Hey, man!" Wow, what a step down! Mike. Yeah, what a giant step down! But what are I'm, you doing? Yeah, I'd be interested to see, you know, what you know, the pressure and the timing of it, and how much of this is for enjoyment, and you know, what he would never admit it, but going to Nebraska was a mistake. I think so, but at the same time, it felt like maybe it was coming to an end at Oregon State, and you know, it was probably your last chance to play with all the toys. And he had never gotten a chance like that before. So well, I, that's what he said. Yeah, like, I totally get why he did it. Yeah, he, why well, he and, went. And, but I'm just saying, like, hindsight. It didn't, yeah. Where have you guys been? <laughs> hey! Hey, Mike! Our first drop in yeah, months. months. I just searched the little database for it because I have no <laughs> idea where it is on the page. Comedic timing. On point. Today. Where have you guys been? <laughs> So the poll question is on Twitter, at 1080thefan. It is brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. Today we are asking you the following query. Which team are you most certain is going to the Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. Kansas City, that's the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, that's the Bills. Philadelphia, the Eagles, or San Francisco, the Niners? I'm not certain about any of them. Have to, no, that's the point. You <laughs> have to vote. Point. You have to vote for one. Uh, I feel pretty good about the 49ers. I do. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Okay. I'll go Brock f- Purdy. I'll go. F- I, I'm, I'm leaning. The one quarterback that's the I unknown. Know, and you're, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm leaning that way. I love that. But I'm about to pull a, a scooter here. I'm about to pull a sunshine scooter and say not so fast. And I'll, I'll take Pat Mahomes. Oh, you're taking Mahomes. Yeah, yeah I'd gonna, go Buffalo, I think. I'm, I'm going to flip. The the Buffalo thing scares me a little bit. Just the way Josh Allen, the, the turnovers, it me out. And. No. Well, they should have lost. I mean, if Skylar Thompson isn't Skylar Thompson, they lose to the Miami Dolphins at home after being up 17-0. I just, th- th- their turnover problems scare the living daylights out of me. Cincinnati, who I think when healthy is the best team in football, they're not. I don't believe that you're going to get there with three backup offensive linemen, including your fourth string tackle having to play. That's a major issue. Uh, you can't run the ball at all. And then we're kind of sleeping on them because, like, Kansas City isn't very sexy anymore, right? They don't 
you know, they don't, you know, put up the, you know, the, the Tyreek Hill, you know, uh, super highlights anymore, but it's the number one offense in the NFL. Last time I checked, it was the number one seed in the AFC, and they played a bye, and they're getting a Jacksonville team who I don't think is that good. Oh, and by the way, they have the best player in the NFL and probably the best coach in Andy Reid, and yet no one's really talking about Kansas City. Like, we're talking about Cincinnati, and we're talking about Buffalo, and the Chiefs are sitting there. So, you know, I just think that's one of those where, believe it or not, the favorite is not really being talked about. They're just kind of sitting there minding their own business, and something tells me that at the end of this, we may have to look up and be like, oh, yeah, those Kansas City Chiefs are pretty good. All right. Um, a compelling case you build. I would still say Buffalo for a couple of reasons. One, um, you know, they have been turning it over. But I'm just looking at their the last – yeah, so their scores. Mm-hmm. 30 – so the last three weeks. So they had the Chicago game. Yeah. They scored 35. Then the Bengals game was canceled. They go through all that with DeMar Hamlin. They come back. Against New England, they scored 35 and turned it over, I think, in that game. And then and made that thing a close game. Well, but I'm saying they scored 35 even with all that. Yeah. And then they scored 34 against Miami even with the four turnovers. So I, I just feel like I feel like a couple of things. One, they're getting a couple of breaks. They're catching Cincinnati at the worst uh, time for the Bengals yeah. because their offensive line is just falling apart. Uh, the Bills should win that game. And then they get Kansas City, but they don't have to play them in Kansas City. Yeah, they ha- they get them on a, on a neutral field. That Atlanta, right? Uh, they're playing that or, game in Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. And they already beat Kansas City in Kansas City uh, this year. So mm-hmm. I, I also feel like too sometimes when teams when teams play with fire like that, like Buffalo did last week, I think it kind of wakes them up. And and so I'm I'm not here to say that it won't continue the turnovers, but I think sometimes. Um, you know they they know they're smart enough. They've been here. They know that they can't turn it over like that and expect to go to the Super Bowl. So I think they're going to tighten it up and make a run here. So I I'd say the Bills. You know those are the top. You mentioned Kansas City, the number one offense. Obviously the Bills, the number two offense. Uh, the other two teams I mentioned, Philly and San Francisco, are the number three and number five offenses. Yep. And you know who's number four though? Who's number four? You want to guess? Are they still in? Are they are they still in it? I hesitate to tell you that, but yes, they are. <laughs> you hesitate. You didn't want to. I didn't want to spill the beans. You didn't want to spill the Too beans. Too easy now. So, are we going off of? Are we going off of points? Are we going off of yards? This is points. Scoring. This is, this is points. KC one, Buffalo two, Philly three. This team four, San Francisco five. Cincinnati. Dallas. Oh yeah, duh. Cincinnati seven. Detroit didn't even make it. No, they're sixth. But uh, interesting that uh, we're talking about all the high-powered offenses, you know? Yeah. And then Dallas is sitting there, and that's a that's a tough one for San Francisco. See, I, f- I just feel like San Francisco has a tougher road. Sure. You know, they're awesome, but um, with a little bit of an unknown at quarterback, you got Dallas and then have to probably beat Philly in Philly. Yeah. It's tough. Absolutely. I mean, it's the, tough, bro. I, I And I liked for the Philadelphia was my pick at the start of the year to go to the Super Bowl, but, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like looking at – entire season's worth of, of of stats. I think they're kind of worthless, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, they don't have a lot of momentum right now, do they? No. And so when, when I look at a team, you're like, okay, well, this team's the number one scoring you know, offense. Okay, well, if, if the first month of the season you were, you know, you were killing people or the first two months and then the last six weeks you haven't looked very good, I don't care that you were great at one point. Yeah, because the Chiefs have been that way all year. Yeah. So I, the I, Eagles, not as much. I'm more of a, what have you done? I always say the four-week seasons right you got four of them now there's the one extra week so it kind of throws that off but when whenever you hear nfl coaches talk to their teams they just say that they talk about it in four game packs there's four quarters to a season and so to me i look at did you play them head to head and what have you done the last four weeks and you know playoffs you maybe throw in you know obviously you played in, in wild cards so you take the last five weeks but when i look at philadelphia and this is the weird one because of the injury to jalen hurt so that kind of throws it off. They just, you know, they, they've been beat up on the O-line. I don't know what Hurts' status is. I know he played that final week against New York, but did you see his his numbers in that? And that was against a lot of backups to the Giants. He didn't look good. Well, he, he hadn't played in a month. He hadn't played in a month. He didn't run the ball, you know, and I know that that probably well, wasn't. Well, no, the New York game he had, sorry. He hasn't played in a month. Well, 
he had before not, that. He will have played one game in a month yeah. when they tee it up on uh, Saturday. Yeah, and that was the game against yeah. the, the Giants, and he yeah. didn't look particularly no, good. No, I think and, he played, did he? No, that was Minshew. Remember no. they lost to the Saints? Yes, that was Minshew. That was Minshew. And they, Minshew lost when the, the Cowboys came yeah. up there and beat him. But even with that, the the Eagles defense. That was in st- Dallas. Though. They they still gave up, well, in Dallas, they still gave up, I think, 40 points to Dallas. Yeah. Well, and and so the Philadelphia one scares me a little bit because all year long, to me, Jalen Hurts was an MVP, and Philadelphia looked like the best team in the NFL. But the last month, eh, it worries me a little bit. So I just think there's a lot of question marks, and I think the one team, going back to my to my answer, the one team that doesn't have a lot of questions, and yet we're not talking about them, is the Kansas City Chiefs. They're what four, fourteen and three, right? Fourteen. And we're just kind of sitting there. They're coming off a bye. They're healthy. And again, they have the best player in football. And we're not talking about them much. I guess the only thing that I would point out about them, if you wanted a negative, is, you know, we talk about this all the time about who you beat, right? So if if you want to go back through their schedule, they're, th- this run that they're on, they beat the Raiders, the Broncos, the Seahawks, the Texans, and the Broncos. That's By the not... way, Texans in overtime, right? Like, so that's... they don't they don't necessarily strike a lot of like no confidence. And you know what? You. And you know where their last loss came? Cincinnati. My Bengals. And then they beat the Rams. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Jags. They beat the Titans. They did beat the Niners. That was when it was a different Niners team. And they lost to, as you said, the Buffalo Bills. So if you want the only thing that I'll poke a hole in Kansas City is they have three losses all year, and two of them are against the other one of those teams that they're going to play on the other side of uh, the AFC bracket here, and that's the winner of, of Cincinnati and in, in, uh, in Buffalo. But I just think right now that probably they have less questions than than anyone else. Well, they have, of those four teams I mentioned in the uh, poll, they have the worst defense, if you want to go off of, off of uh, that. scoring. Yeah. Middle of the pack, 16th in the NFL. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, 1. Buffalo, 3. Philly, 8. Kansas City, 16. Mm-hmm. And and all those teams also have offenses. It's not like, you know, this well, is... Well, that's what I said. They yeah. were, they were th- four, well, four of the top five offenses yeah. in the league. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Yeah. I can't wait for this weekend. Oh, absolutely. Some good football Even games. Even the Jacksonville one, which I, I'm, this is the one I'm probably loading up on. I really like Kansas City. Even that, you know, it, funky stuff happens. Jacksonville's on a bit of a heater. Funky stuff happens. All right. Which team are you most certain is going to the Super Bowl? Kansas City, Buffalo, Philly, or San Francisco? Log on and vote on Twitter at 1080thefan. The only thing we ask, vote hard. Got some transfer news. And what has Tony Dungy done now? That guy can't stay out of the news. <laughs> But it's a quiet strength whenever he's in the news. That's coming up, but first, Buck with SportsCenter. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. David Crosby, dead at the age of 81. Yeah. I heard him, uh, he was on Stern a couple months ago, and it was, mm, it was just, he wasn't doing well. How about that? Was he sick? Yeah, he just, he had talked about that, you know, some of the health challenges that he had battled, and that, you know, he had recently sold his publishing for an S ton of money. Basically saying that at this point, you know, the money was worth more than, you know, the songs or integrity of it. And he, he, he alluded to the fact several times that he was probably coming to the he was coming to the end. Wasn't he sort of crusty, that one? I don't know much about him. Well, I mean, obviously they had the, you know, the, you know, the horrible breakup and all that. And he's got the battle with, you know, Crosby, you know, Stills, Nash, Young, all that. Whenever I'd listen to him on, on interviews, he seemed a little, he seemed a little, a little crusty. Yeah, maybe old, set in his ways. Hey. An he, unbelievable musician. He was, uh, yeah, he was great. Crosby, Stills, Nash, they were great. And yeah. Young. The Birds. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just that he looks kind of crusty. I, I just have never seen many interviews with him. Apparently, he was active on social media yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. You know what he said? What did he say? He joked on Twitter about a post claiming that people with tattoos will not go to heaven. What? He replied, I heard that place is overrated. 
cloudy. <laughs> hey, you know what? All right. I like that. I have a good sense of humor. I like that guy. Yeah, I think Tell he, that to Tony Dungy. I don't, I'm trying to remember if he, uh, yeah, you don't want to joke around. Like, Tony and Herm don't have a, a, a sense of humor about the man upstairs. Like, I think he had had some prostate problems or, you know, oh. something down there. Well, hey, 81, that's a good run. Yeah, it's a hell of a run. I'll tell you what, 81 years of, of uh, that? David Crosby. You could do a lot worse than that. You could do a lot worse than that, 100%, yes. What do you get for his catalog? A, a Hundreds but, of millions? Yeah, a butt ton. <laughs> I mean, I believe that is the official term. It might have been an S ton, but it was a lot. And yeah, he was just like, I, you know, I wanted the money at the. Well, and, and everyone's doing that now. Oh yeah, yeah. Springsteen sold his. They're cashing and, in. Yeah, man. they're cashing in, and it's huge, huge money. Not a great week for Tony Dungy, uh, the former Colts coach. No. Uh, it started when uh, he was on the call of the Jags Chargers game, the miraculous twenty-seven nothing comeback. From the Jags. The least inspiring of all time. Well, that was more Al. Tony's always been very monotone, but Tony is just very, um, he's not a good analyst. Like, he doesn't add anything. I've, he's very Captain Obvious. I've never understood why he continues to be on Football Night in America or whatever. I know he's a likable guy. Just, so I'm I, not even sure why he was he was on there. But um, People love him. Now he is having to, well, they're, they're wanting him to apologize. He has yet to do this okay. because he is stubborn. Tony Dungy is a man of the Lord, mm -hmm. and he has spoken uh, about that. He's he's definitely out there with it. Like yes. he, it is, know, it, he does not hide it. He no. does not hide it. He has spoken at fundraising events where the primary objective was to oppose gay marriage. Mm -hmm. um, he and he again he's outwardly said mm -hmm. you know he appreciates that stance he embraces that stance he the lord said that is not okay and that's what he goes by you know a lot of people do that the lord tell him that personally or well, i don't know isn't that, that in the book how'd that how'd that work i thought it was in the book how'd that work all right it is wild that you can be a bigot but <laughs> if you say that a fictional character that people have somehow been duped into believing is real for some reason said it in a book that being gay is wrong then it's acceptable you and tony dungy will be apologizing at the same time <laughs> <laughs> i'm apologizing for nothing so he said uh he tweeted so he oh and then the other thing about him was when Michael Sam, remember when Mike, the whole Michael Sam thing? Michael Sam, if you don't know, he was the SEC Defensive Player of the Year, and he was the first. Uh, well, he's the first NFL player to come out openly trying to make the NFL while being gay. Yeah, his quote there was, "I wouldn't have taken him uh, in the draft." He means, yeah. "I wouldn't want to deal with all of that. <laughs> it's not going to be totally smooth. Things will happen." Hmm. I don't know what he was referring to, but well, I'm guessing he's just talking about the the media circus, the way people feel about it, and you know, and inside a locker room. The kind of the cool thing about that is now Carl Nassib has been gay. Yeah, well, he's been gay he's for been his, gay for, for a long time, years. <laughs> yeah, for years, he has come out. I think for the last two or three seasons, and continues to play in the NFL, and it is a uh, it's a non issue. Uh, people don't. Yeah, people I don't saw talk him it. the other day. Who's he play for? Cincinnati, right? He's, He's for in the Bucks, the, I think. Yeah. Oh, I Tampa. saw him out there when uh, right. Russell Gage was down on the field. Yeah. yeah. So we were watching the playoffs, and I was like, "Hey, there's Nassib. Yep. I'm like, wait, isn't that? Isn't he gay? Yep. Yes, he is. And then I was like, "Well, you don't really hear to hear about that anymore." No, I think it's I think it's really cool We've that kind of overcome all that. That it's because that was Tony Dungy, of course. Well, Tony may not overcome that, but I, I remember like when we were talking about this years and years ago, and I said, "I, you know, it, it'll happen," but I said, "Whoever does it, you better be really good." Like you need a Jackie Robinson level player because it's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable inside that locker room. That is a real kind of throwback Neanderthal sort of thing. And over the last you know ten years or so, it's really evolved to where we've seen it at different levels and in college, and it's never really been a negative thing. And so finally, um, you know, when Nassib did this, uh, you know, I I would hope that this leads others to feel like, hey, man, I can do this. And by the way, you don't have to be great. Carl Nassib is not a, you know, this isn't Max Crosby or anything. So, like, you can, you know, you can do this. I think that's a, it's a very positive sign moving forward, unless Tony Dungy's your coach. <laughs> Didn't some hockey guy the other day say that, oh, no, he wouldn't wear the gay pride thing that they were going to do? Yeah, one of the Philadelphia yeah. Flyers um, players said that he would not wear the, the LGBTQ plus yeah. warm-up jerseys and would not take the ice and warm-ups because it went against his religious beliefs. Yeah, yes. see, there we go with that again, hiding behind that. Yeah. Um, so Dunge is back. 
You know, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter. I do not, because I find him boring oh. as all get out. Well, he's not boring on Twitter. No? The fan follows him. And I tell you, he stirs it up with people on Twitter. Really? Yeah. He he challenges people. And he he writes, um, so he, okay, so there was a post. Hold on one sec. Like a, like a. It's like a post, like a fence post. <laughs> what? Yeah. So the, no, post. Somebody, somebody tweeted fence something, post. right? Yeah, it was the Daily, it's called Real Daily Wire. Okay. And so Dungey replied to what they were talking, they were talking about, there's like this idea that litter boxes have been placed in schools for children oh my that God. identify yes. as, as furries. As furries. Which, by the way, is the dumbest thing in the world, and it's been be debunked a million times over. Yeah, I mean, it's just over. stupid like stupid propaganda, propaganda crap that anybody 100%. with an actual brain could yes. understand is not real. Yes. Um, and that all started, there was a school that had bought a bunch of kitty litter and people that like where they, they found it like on a, on a budget sheet or whatever. And the school, it was, it was either like for snow or there was like an oil spill or something like in the, in the machine shop or whatever. And people use kitty litter to absorb fluid. And so it, the, the school had bought some bags of kitty litter, and then someone saw it on the budgetary thing, ran with that, and, and then the school came out and was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> like, we bought it for this. And yet, you know, once the rumor was out there, oh, like, yeah. like politicians, like members of Congress oh, yeah. were talking about this. Yeah. So uh, Real Daily Wire tweeted something in the Minnesota House uh, chamber, um, and they were talking, it, they showed a clip of a, an advocate for a bill requiring menstrual products in boys' bathrooms. Okay. Okay. And his quote in this, or maybe it's her, I don't know. The the uh, House member said, not all students who menstruate are female. <laughs> so, Tony Dungy, <laughs> which is funny enough by itself. God bless 2023 and the world we're yeah. living in right it's, now. Man, if you woke up from a coma, <laughs> it's a, dude. What? Buckle up. Ah! So Dungy replies, that's nothing. Some school districts are putting litter boxes uh, in the yeah. school bathrooms yeah. for the students who identify as cats. Yeah. No, they're not. Very Tony. important to address every student's needs. Yeah. No, they're not, Tony. But <laughs> keep <laughs> From that up. Dungy. Keep that's that Tony up. Dungy. That's Tony Dungy? Yeah. And I so, had no idea he was on Twitter doing that. Yep. And so now everybody wants him to apologize. <laughs> well, can we just, for whatever that's worth? Well, I, he doesn't need to apologize, but he needs to admit that he's wrong and he's an idiot and he's believing one of the dumber things that you can put out there. <laughs> that being said, it does say something about where we're at that people will believe that pile of crap. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is right. It's well, like it's... if I read you, who's this guy? Uh, this George Santos guy? Yeah. Like if I just told you, it's unbelievable. All of the things that it's unbelievable are on his resume, like he's lied about. You'd be like, "There's no way that's." It true. is the most. Have you seen the latest? Yeah. What the dog? No, no, no. Oh, the, I no. saw the latest. No. Oh, what's the latest? So you know he's wanted in Brazil for something. <laughs> he's a wanted man. He's a wanted man in Brazil, but that's not even the best part. Nope. <laughs> so. He, he he's lied about his his mom dying in 9/11. He's lied about where he went to school. He's, he's lied, lied about being Jewish. He's to lied get about money being Jewish. He's lied about like uh, being a volleyball. Like there's nothing he hasn't lied about. <laughs> but apparently now it is official. There is people that are talking about it. There's photographic proof. He was a drag performer down in Brazil. Okay. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Uh, he runs as I have a, no problem. He with that. runs as a very conservative Republican. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of fun against such <laughs> things. Against such things. Oh, he's he is openly yes, oh. yes. The well, whole like you good. can't say gay and that you're trying oh. to make it illegal for people to go to these the kids well, to go to these the... shows. He was a drag performer <laughs> down in Brazil, and there's fo <laughs> there's photographs of it. Well, <laughs> he's amazing. Uh, he's not amazing. He's awful, and it's really incredible that he is actually still allowed to keep his job for for whatever reason but i thought the worst one was i read about i thought the latest one was he he was raising money for this veteran and his dog his dog had cancer yeah his dog had a big boil and or a you know what do you call those uh, tumor tumor? tumor tumor and he needed to raise money the guy didn't have any money and he was a war veteran and and george santos said he would raise him 
money started to go fund me for him and yeah. he raised him three thousand dollars and the guy never saw any of the money and the dog it's died unbelievable like wow everything that comes out of that i mean all politicians both sides by the way i don't believe anything they say but this is um like this is like i've never seen anything like it i don't think anyone has my favorite was the i i think of all the lies and there's a million of them i think the the mom dying on 9 11 is like my all-time favorite is that what he said yeah he said his mom died in died on yeah it was in one of the towers and then it turned out like just a few a, a while later he talked about her dying of cancer or something you're like what which which one like you can only have your mother die one way and <laughs> You would think that if you were running for office and you said that your parents died or your mom died in 9-11, like someone might look into that. You know, there's probably proof of that. Doesn't like, stop him. Like all the stuff he's saying is easily fact-checked. So but... he and Dungey can get together. <laughs> probably love each other. Have a nice little gay relationship, those two. <laughs> I don't think Tony's going to go for that. No. no. What would be the name of their book? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, all right. Let's get back to sports, because now we're pissing people off, and we yeah. can't have that. Yeah, someone here has now called me a, a fat ass. Oh. They're getting... <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. That's personal, <sighs> sir. Man, my feelings. Very, very hurtful. That is. I don't think the Lord would approve of that, That's just saying. Right. You're not right. supposed to do those sorts of things. Um, let's get to some NFL audio. I think we have some uh, Brandon Staley. We have some Doug Peterson, and we have some Trev Lawrence. All right. Yeah, excited about that. And was Mike McDaniel vaping on the sideline during a playoff game? I have seen this one. <laughs> I love. Was the, he vaping? I love the controversies that that happened. And why would that be a big deal if he is? Well, you're not allowed to do those sorts of things. You're not allowed to have. You oh, know. Come on. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, but, how many coaches chew on the sideline? Right. Though? Isn't Who it the cares? Same? What What is he? Was he really vaping though? It appeared so. I know, but was he vaping? I know it looked like it. I I don't, I don't know. know if it's I, been confirmed or debunked. It certainly has the appearance of it, but I don't know. I have not seen what is it Snoops or, or Snoops or Snopes, <laughs> Snoops, I, whatever that you hell that so cute. whatever that website is. And let them let Snoops. them figure it out. Yeah. All right. It is three fifty-one. Jason Quick on the Blazers at four fifteen on the fan. All right. Where do you hear what uh, <laughs> the latest on uh, the? Well, it's not really like substantiated but it's dan dockich you know him yeah indianapolis guy yep we've had him on before yes we have uh but he's got dude that guy he covers is, the big 10 he is always stepping in it oh yeah he, in, stir, uh, he stirs the pot in indy so i don't know what to think of him but he is the one reporting not reporting but he tweeted uh the reason josh mcdaniels did not take the indianapolis job have you seen this i have not seen this oh you're gonna love this um <clears throat> we'll get to that next first NFL audio, the latest of which is Julian Edelman. Do you remember him? I do remember Julian Edelman. He knows Tom Brady, maybe? A little bit. And here's what he said about Brady's future. Sports. No. If he has another season, it's not going to be in Tampa Bay. Right. And, mm. and it's just because Tom's a, a businessman. Tom's a smart guy. He's going to do exactly what he did when he left New England. He's going to go to the best situation that helps him win if he wants to continue his playing career. I don't know. He'll probably sit these next two weeks, and he'll, he'll, he'll hang out with his family, and he'll assess the situation. I'm sure he has a routine now because he's probably been thinking about this these last three or four years on, you know, am I going to play, am I not going to play? Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll give him a call and bug him a couple times and see if he, uh, he'll he give me anything. He probably won't, but uh, <laughs> I'll let you guys know in a couple weeks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seems obvious. Yeah. But I mean, that's what it's interesting to hear it from him. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what everyone has been saying is that it, 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 he's done in Tampa. And I know they cleaned house today and they fired, you know, Leftwich and they fired basically their entire staff. And, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to probably do everything they can to convince him to stay. But I, I just feel like that has probably run its course and, and we'll see what happens. But he's not going to retire. Someone that's uber competitive like that. I was talking to a buddy of mine about this yesterday. You know, whether you're 45, 46, like all that guy's done for 20 years has, is, is compete. And by the way, competed better than anyone else in the history of the NFL. And he's still breaking records. He's still top five or six, depending on whatever metric you want to point at to quarterback play in the NFL. He just gave up his family, basically, to keep playing. Why would he walk away at this point? The idea that he isn't going to play, to me, seems absurd. It's just a matter of, of yeah. where. Yeah, it's like you've, you've already lost your wife. Yes. I mean, he didn't lose his kids, but he, well, he lost yeah. his wife. 
is. I mean, he's got, so he's a part-time dad now. You lose your wife, and then you go play, and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but they were crappy, right? Yes. So, multiple reasons to continue. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if I'm going to go through all that to play another season, I might as well play one more that's actually good. Yeah. Or at least gives me a chance to, to succeed. And I love the idea... Um, I love the idea of him being a hired gun, just one year, place to place. Like, you know, yeah, go like the Kevin Durant thing. Yeah, the Kevin Durant thing. Like, like this year he goes to he goes to the Raiders, and if it doesn't work out, he wins the Super Bowl. Either way, then you just you, you pack up, and next year you're in. I love that. Next year you're in Baltimore. Until you're he's in Miami. Fifty-five. Yeah, you just keep moving around. Well, it, somebody said he bought a place in, or he's renting a place in Miami Beach right now. Oh yeah. Well, how do you how, how do you feel about that? Well, he, he clearly likes Florida. And again, the the Miami thing is interesting because we don't know what Tua's long-term prognosis is. We don't know what Miami really feels about Tua. And we do know last year that there was, this isn't rumor and speculation. This isn't some sort of weird tweet going out there by Tony Dungy. This was confirmed that Sean Payton and Tom Brady had a plan to get together in Miami. And, and that's where they were going to go. And then the Brian Flores thing happened in the lawsuit, and that all got blown up, and then tampering involved because Brady was still under contract, and lo and behold, that didn't work out. So we know that at one point last year, there was certainly mutual interest between uh, Miami and, and, and Brady. And now, obviously, Sean Payton's not in that mix, but does that change the fact that if you're Tom Brady, look at the weapons that are there in Miami. Look at your backs. Look at your receivers. Look at your tight end. And I know it's not Sean Payton, but you have one of the brighter offensive minds. And Tua, before he got his uh, his head rattled this year, Tua was having an MVP-like season in the first nine weeks. So Miami makes total sense to me why he would end up there. All right, uh, let's take a break. We've got more NFL audio next. Um, and then we'll tell you what Dan Dockich is saying about why Josh McDaniels did not take the Colts job. And then uh, Jason Quick, our Blazers insider, will join us on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 